Hello, listeners. This is episode four of the Borderlands podcast, Enlightenment from the Fringe. Tonight, I've got a very special guest for us. I've been anticipating this one for several, several days and weeks. This is my son, Tucker Denning. Tucker Denning, um, we're going to talk about what it's like to be a high school student in West Virginia in the age of COVID, and then whatever else he wants to talk about. Um, I would like everyone to welcome the great, the powerful Tucker Denning. Tucker Denning, welcome, welcome. Hello. Yeah, we're live, buddy. Mm-hmm. Not live. We're actually recording for a potential future play. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome to the show, man. Um, I feel like it's been forever since I've seen you. I, yeah, it has been forever. Have you actually listened to any of these podcasts? I listened to the first one with Sam um, about all that stuff with him. Yeah, with like his rental properties yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Any thoughts on that? Any feedback on that? It's kind of weird as a kid to listen to that stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Especially but you're, um, I know you too, you know? Oh, yeah. You know us personally, and you yeah. probably just laughed and giggled and chortled <laughs> and yeah. all that stuff the whole time. But um, but you're not quite a kid. You're not quite an adult. You're like a kind of in-betweener. Senior in high school, correct? Mm-hmm. 17 years old, mm-hmm. attending Huntington High uh, in the year of COVID with the the color-coded map of West Virginia. I, what in the heck is that like, man? Well, every every Saturday, 5 p.m., <laughs> they say if we can go to the school for the week. That but. is just absolutely crazy. So you attend school, and we'll, we'll get to this later, like how you actually attend school, but you attend school through the week. Mm-hmm. And by the way, folks, we're only one week into this. But so you attend school through the week, and then Saturday comes – and your future's up in the air. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're going to be able to attend in-person school or not. Mm-hmm. So Saturday, I think 5 p.m. is when the governor set this thing. And it just depends on what color our county shows it's, up on well, the it's map. What, it's because right now we're yellow. Yeah. And that means it's it's like proceed with caution or whatever. It's really weird. But then there's orange. And I don't think we're allowed to go to school then. And then there's red. And I know we're not allowed to go to school then. Yeah, so I think you and I have the same understanding of this stupid map. Yeah. It's really weird because it's like on a county basis and stuff like that. Yeah, but the green and yellow are fine. That yeah. means in, in-person in school is a go, thumbs up. Orange and red are bad. Yeah. And from what I understand, I haven't read a whole lot about it. I just I, I only understand the color coding thing. But I think that it, at the bottom line, it has to do with how many active cases per per number of population it's, it's, I think like, it's, it's per like per one, like resident no i think it's per 100,000 or something because like that. um remember that marshall football game happened a while ago the people if people got infected there like um if the college students got infected it did not count like if they lived on campus it it counted from like where they came from oh so they weren't counted as residents of west virginia yeah. is that what you're telling yeah. me yeah i didn't know that that's that's very curious yeah and that was like 
Because I, I don't I don't know if like anything happened really at that football game. That was kind of something I didn't really follow. But I know that was a big like deciding factor of whether I would go to school or not. Yeah, and of course everyone's going to argue that that uh, hey, look at this. Marshall can have football games. Why can't our local high schools have football games? Or why can't our local middle schools have football yeah. games? I've seen that argument cited all over the place. And I think that that's going to have a lot of other uh, deciding factors in it. I mean, the, I don't know if this is a topic for you and I to go over or if you can even wrap your head around this. The listening audience probably can, but um, high school football, not so commercialized. It, it is. It's high, not. high school football in West Virginia, not such a big deal. You know, if we're talking about high school football in Florida or Texas in particular, man, those those high school football programs might as well be college or even NFL programs. It's a big deal. And they bring thousands of people to the stadiums here in West Virginia. It's not a big deal. And I don't mean to downplay like um, youth sports. I think it's great that kids play football and stuff, but it's just not a big deal in West Virginia like it is in the rest of the country. And then when you compare uh, high school football to college football, especially in West Virginia, there's literally no comparison. The college football is highly commercialized. So of course there's going to be a push to get high school or to get, excuse me, college football games going and, you know, forget about high school football, but, but the, the, the school, um, high school and middle school sports are allowed to proceed based on that map. Mm-hmm. right the color-coded map yeah i went to a um a high school football game because i'm with the band you went to your yeah high mine football yes. game yeah played in the marching band yeah. uh, but tell me there's some considerations for that correct uh, okay so um we so all competitions were canceled just all every single one was canceled so what our band director decided to do was we're just not marching essentially we're just walking onto the field and we play a few songs and then it's just Oh, leave. so you just stand in place? Yes. And play the music? Yes. That's interesting. I guess that's probably easier mm-hmm. than marching and playing. Well, and um that um our old band camp, it was usually like two weeks of um nine to nine practice. Instead it was one week of six to eight practice. Oh yeah, so the practice leading up to this season was significantly less yeah. intense. Yeah, and we didn't need to have it because we're not marching. We just, need, we just need to know the music. Yeah, and you know, and you can learn the sheet music pretty easily, yeah. or or even have the sheet music right in front of your yeah, face. Yeah, and it's, I, well, uh, I memorized yeah. it, but a lot of other kids they just like they brought their either like <clears throat> liars to like hold their music, or they some people mm-hmm. even like brought stands out into the field. Yeah, so I, mean, I guess you could do that because you're yeah. you're not going anywhere. Yeah, you're stationary. That's very interesting. You also told me that at these football games with the marching band. Um, only the the home oh, yeah only the marching home team band is that, allowed of the marching band or yeah is so the the, the visiting football team does not have their marching band to support them they do not what about like their the visiting team's cheerleaders or dance squad or anything I don't think that, they had a cheerleading team or anything like that it was just the team yeah just the just the for, the football team yeah and you guys got crushed in that first game by the way <laughs> we did we did <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, uh, and so your your second game played yesterday evening was uh, away, right? It was away. So you did not go to play I, the marching I did band, not go. and um, whether you had an interest in attending the game or not, would would you been would you have been allowed to attend? 
as far as I know, um, it's only parents that can go, not um, siblings or anything like that. Because Claire, or my uh, my sister, was not able to go with my mom. Yeah, you. I think that's true. I don't think anyone else can go. Yeah, I think it's just parents. I think that yeah. the attendance of the games is severely limited. So it is. So even if you um, wanted to travel up there, where where did you guys play this week? Midland. Midland. Oh God, that's just up the road. <laughs> so, but even if you did want to travel up there to Barbersville or Ona, you couldn't have gone. Yeah. Right. That's kind of, that's weird. But again, at least the football players are allowed to play. Yeah. Um, One thing I did notice, which was, um, it was a big fear for me was like people at these football games. Cause I remember, um, a bunch of people were saying, Oh, no one's going to wear their mask. No one's going to be following the six foot rule. But when I was there, um, the person on like the announcer, um, he's really nice. Can't remember his name, but um, he, like, he constantly was all like, uh, "Practice social distancing, wear your mask," and everyone was wearing their mask. It was all good, and there were pieces of tape, which was where we were supposed to sit, and that's where mm-hmm. we did. And um, for the band, um, we we like it was it was really laid back. Dumpy, that's our band director. He he had like no idea if we were even allowed to play during the games or not. Gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> Nobody had their act together. It sounds yeah, like yeah. Uh, and I think that's how this COVID nonsense has been. Yeah. Like it evolves, it changes on a daily basis, certainly on a weekly basis. Nobody knows what the rules are with it. You know, yeah. can, can you eat in a restaurant? Can you not? Can you, um, can you go into a store? Can you not? Like it's every day. It seems to be different. And certainly we see that locally in West Virginia with this color coded, ever changing every, every Saturday, 5 PM map. Uh, determining whether you go to school in person or not. Absolutely, because there was this whole thing where, um, and it actually happened um, when I was going to school. Uh, you probably know, um, so uh, the week I got into school was um, uh, Labor Day. We, uh, we got off of Labor Day that Monday. We were supposed to go to school on Tuesday. Like, I was supposed to go to the school. Yeah. But I I didn't because there was a water main break or whatever. Now, what are the chances of that happening? <laughs> I think that's crazy. I saw that on the news, and I thought, Someone had to have rigged that. I, I that had to have been some high schoolers' prank because, first of all, that what? I, how much water are they using? Well, during well, all you, this off time, we right? have to think. Um, <laughs> they they use a lot of water in the in the food, and if they can't supply food, we can't have school. Yeah, but like the school hasn't been open. Yeah, uh, traditionally since what March, April, sometime it, it was March, March, it was several months. So like. I don't know. Maybe the water pipe just rusted. Maybe because or, of non-use. Or or, well, there was that. There was that. Um, that yeah. But there was that. Um, uh, freaking construction down there. Oh, there the, is that the giant construction that, project. I, I might have wondered if that might have caused. It. Yeah, maybe one of those jagoffs uh, <laughs> dug it up with a backhoe or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll never know because they'll probably never admit to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so your your uh, school year already started a day behind, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And explain to me uh, and to the potential listeners here, what does your in-person school schedule look like? Or, or what, uh, you're doing a, a mix of in-person okay. and distance learning, correct? So that week was interesting just because we had a day off. I, I didn't go on Monday, but I was supposed to go on Tuesday and Wednesday and then do virtual school on Thursday and Friday. That Thursday and Friday is really interesting <laughs> Yeah. Um, but 
because that we had that Monday off, that's not how um, I got off. But usually next week it's going to be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We don't do anything. I mean, Wednesday off. Wednesday day off. off. Day off. Are you expected to do like uh, distance learning on that Wednesday? No, no. We're we're supposed to not do. I mean, we might have like homework, but we're not supposed to like turn anything in on that day or anything. So, but so no assignments. No assignments for no new assignments for the yeah. day. So school now is literally just four days a week then. Yeah. Okay. Two days. Two days in facility. Two days out of facility. Yeah, and then Thursday and Friday is um. Uh, virtual school, like I do Microsoft Teams meetings, just uh, they send me things online, what to do. Now, that's absolutely shocking to me. So, four days a week is all you're doing. Mm -hmm. The day off is Wednesday. Why couldn't they have given that to you on Friday or Monday for (laughs) crying out loud? I don't know. That's so stupid. Yeah, you could have had a long weekend. But, I, I watched uh, I watched a video about um it was called the Wednesday weekend and how <laughs> you can use Wednesday as a day to recharge, like recharge and oh, sure. I, I mean I guess you can make it work and yeah. uh that, that no, I mean a day off in the middle yeah. certainly helps. Um me as a person who works five or even six or seven days a week, I, I could certainly appreciate a Wednesday off. Yeah. That would be awesome. But no, I just I was laughing because I thought yeah, you know, gosh, if those guys, if those kids had Friday or Monday off, it's just a three day weekend built in every single week. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, and and but um, the the thing is, it's um, I I told you this, but um, the it's not everyone goes Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday, and then Friday. It's half of the alphabet, like based on your last name, goes Monday, Tuesday, like actually there, and then the other one it's flipped. Yeah, so. For like, example, like A through L last names. It, it's something like, it's, was, I think it's like A through, it's like H or, I don't know. Yeah. Well, they probably just figured out how many students yeah. there were, found what the median letter was yeah. <laughs> in the last name or whatever. But for example's sake, it's A through L goes these two days in person learning. And then M through Z goes these other two days for in person yeah. learning. Um, but that's. That's regardless of what grade you are yeah. in school, right? So, yeah, so every single day there's ninth through 12th graders yeah. there. It's not split up based on the grades. So it, that's what not. I thought they were going to do based on what I read. And this is mo- weeks or months ago. I thought they were going to do like ninth and 10th grade for two days and then 11th and 12th grade for the other two days. But it turns out it's all grades, but only half of the students. I we did not know if we were gonna go five days, if we were gonna go no days even. Oh yeah. They would, it was all up in was, the air. They would change things every day based on it. And I know like there's some kids who are doing virtual school and I'm pretty sure they're not getting their college credits from it. Mm. Mm. But I'm I would have to double check that because that's just what I heard. Well gosh, I mean that's another topic in and of itself. I wonder what in the heck these college students are getting yeah. who who have to work from home now. You know, I think very few college students are actually doing in-person learning. It's all been virtualized. And, like, how how can it all carry the same weight, all the all the credits? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so you, you high schoolers aren't getting credit 
for your college classes now, but how well, can I, I am, I am. Oh, but you're, you're just saying some certain people, virtual people who chose to do completely oh, virtual the people aren't. who stayed home yes. period. Yes. I get it. Okay. But the point I was going to make is like, what, what is a college virtual credit worth? I don't, I don't know. Who I don't knows? know. I, what I fear is that like, you know, uh, children, students in general. So I guess that's, you know, uh, K through 12 and the college students, graduate students, whatever, professional students, they're all going to be disadvantaged Yeah, for this year or, you know, for the duration of this, however long this goes yeah. on, because this is unprecedented learning. How does that carry over into the next stage? You know, so whatever the high school students are doing now virtually, how does that carry over into college? What what the college students are doing now virtually, how does that carry over into the real world or into the, to the workforce? I, I think that's going to be, that's what I'm kind of holding my breath on is to see what the future looks like for this uh, generation, so to speak of learners. Yeah. Um, I think it, has to be kind of scary for you kids it's, to it's, think it, about it. The whole online learning thing is so weird because we've not been taught how to learn in this way. Yeah, and uh, and the expectation is that you know parents or other caregivers are going to somewhat participate in this, right? Yeah. And not every parent is an educator. Not, not every grandparent is an educator. It's. I, and I don't see how you could expect everyone's parents to be yeah. educators right now. My English teacher, she said she doesn't want my, like, any parents to, like, get involved at all. She wants me to do everything. Yeah. Uh, that's just, well, it's tough if you're sitting at home. Yeah. For no one else to help you out or, or you know, provide any sort of instruction. But the, the, the really hard part is just, you never know. Like, with online school, like... With regular school, you know what's going to happen every day. And mm-hmm. You're going to go to each class every day. But with online school, you may have, like, oh, you get you get to do this, this, this in one class and then complete radio silence in another class. So you don't know with that class, like, do I have to do this? Do I have to do this? Or do I have to do nothing? Oh, and my gosh. That's that's rough. <laughs> yeah. And that, that happened to me, like, on Thursday and Friday. I had a math class, and all in... All on Wednesday, when I was there, she said, we're going to have a Teams meeting on Thursday and Friday. You guys got to be there. And then nothing happened. So it was like this. (laughs) (laughs) Playing with my little soundboard there. So it's crickets from that class. But like I tried to ask you, are we going to have a Teams meeting today? Are we going to do... Like, are we going to have a Teams meeting here, here? Like, what's going to happen? I heard nothing. Yeah. I wonder... Uh, maybe you can address this. I don't know if any of your instructors have provided any insight on this. What if a student at home doing, you know, virtual learning or distance learning, whatever you call it, what if they have an internet outage or an internet uh, insufficiency? Cause I'm telling you the internet provisions around here are crap. Yeah. Uh, the bandwidth here at this house, we can barely stream a, a television show on one TV. You yeah. turn on a second TV and try to stream something, it's poop. Or you you know you try to stream something on your television and do something on your cell phone, it's poop here. And I imagine that's commonplace in many households here. Is there some sort of contingency for people who either do not have access or have poor access? There is. There, it's really because there are there are kids definitely like that. 
But like, there are there are these Wi-Fi hotspots in quotes. I don't know where they are, but like, there's yeah. So like, are you saying you you might have to leave your home? Yes. To go somewhere where there's actually internet service. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like, because that doesn't sound safe because you're around a bunch of students and that kind of defeats the purpose. Well, but like, yeah. And I mean, are we talking about going and like uh, riding somewhere and like parking in a parking lot next to a wireless antenna? Like like going like next to a McDonald's and like using their free (laughs) Wi-Fi? Or is there like some facility that they expect you to go to? And so, and then, yes, there, how do you social distance? If if they're going to box all these people into a, a room just so they get internet access, well, why in the heck don't they just go into a, a yeah, classroom? It's it's a weird thing, and that then, is weird because they gave us these MacBooks. They gave everyone a MacBook, mm. and then that's big time. Yeah, that is that so is. I'm, huge. I'm glad to hear that my tax dollars are being spent on some high end stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, it's they bought like they bought a MacBook for every single student, every single one, and. Of course, they they put blockers on it. We can't go on certain websites. They were constantly being watched on like what we're doing. Oh yeah, but mm-hmm. like, it's we can't if we don't have internet or like something goes wrong with the computer, we just can't do our work. Yeah, we are probably expected to troubleshoot a lot of it on your own. Yeah, and, and there, there are definitely kids that can't do that. Well, and I, but the thing is, I'm sure there are kids that can. Oh, definitely. and here's where. Like, here's where some kids are going to be at a clear disadvantage over others uh, or beneath others. So I know you, you're very uh, facile with computers and technology. You've grown up with it. Mm -hmm. You've had uh, a tablet device in your hand since you're four years old. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but no, you, you know how to fix that stuff. You know how to troubleshoot stuff. You know how to work with the app store. Yeah. Etc. 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 I'm sure that there are other kids who were not privileged enough to have these devices at a young age. They, they I don't know. Maybe this is their first exposure to a laptop computer. That there, I bet there are some children out there who have only used computers at school. Definitely to this point in their life. Uh, so for them, yeah, if they have a, an equipment issue or a software issue at home, <laughs> they're it's it's over with. They're not going to be able to fix it. Yeah, they're going to have to call a technician in the house or take the machine to the school or something. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah, that's crazy. And I hadn't even thought about that until today. The the whole equipment and software issue. Yeah. I, in my mind, I thought you know the handicap might be the access to the internet, but it's it's a lot of things with computers, especially. Oh yeah, certainly multifactorial. Um, that's crazy. So we're we're only. Four days into it, um, yeah, I'll probably maybe I'll have you on a, a another time a future an episode and see see how things are actually going. I'm sure you're not anywhere near acclimated to this. I actually, Tucker, I want you to open up this um, little uh, notebook here. This little notebook, yeah, and turn a few pages in there um, from the uh, front, not yeah. from the back. So this is my, what I'm having Tucker open is my brainstorming um, notebook regarding this podcast. And if you keep turning the pages and look at the um, potential guests that I have listed, have you got there yet? Uh, I am at the potential guests, yep. 
Yeah, so you're going to find your name All on All right, there. yep, Tucker. Computers and growing up with COVID. Oh, my gosh. So I had forgotten what I wrote down there, but that's exactly what we dove in and talked about, was growing up with COVID yep. and computers. Um, and I think, and I had to bring that to your attention because I don't think you even believed me. <laughs> no, no, I, told I, you. I believed you. I believed you. Whenever well, I, whenever I, um, this is, uh, I, last year I did a, um, a like news cover like a news broadcasting class and I, I had to write notes on like what i had to ask them and stuff like that yeah well but you look in there every every potential guest yeah every person i've brainstormed about inviting i have maybe two three or four topics of discussion with people yeah and i don't know what how many people do i have on the list so far you have 34 34 and I've only done three interviews to date. <laughs> so this is number four. So, um, but no, I've, I've had problems getting people in studio or, or, you know, getting time to have people phone in. But anyways, I wanted to show you, Tucker, that you were actually in there. I was actually thinking about this. I didn't mm-hmm. just throw this together at the it's last good. minute. I like it. I like it. Um, so let's get away from talking about school and COVID learning and all this crap. Um we got to think of some other stuff to talk about, and I have an idea. Mm-hmm. Tell me about this Travis Scott meal at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, you know exactly what I did today. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's tell the listeners about it. Uh, okay. So, it all started. A, it was at school, actually. <laughs> I have a few friends that work at McDonald's. Oh, cool. And they were talking about people laughing. About them laughing at people, asking for the Travis Scott burger. <laughs> and I was like, because I, I remember two years ago, there was this whole thing on the internet of people asking for a Fortnite burger. Yeah. And it wasn't a real thing. So so I, I was thinking, like, okay, they, they got to be like, they so got to be BSing the me. The Fortnite burger was fake. That was fake. That was right. just a joke. Okay. And that's why that's what I thought this was. And you thought, yeah. So I'll have to admit, I saw this on the internet days ago, and I thought it was a joke as well. Yeah. But, but then I heard that you and your friends were going to go try the Travis Scott meal. So I said, oh, yeah. well, maybe there's something to this. This but, is for real. I'll I'll get into that. But um, I, I go I go up to these people who work at McDonald's. And I'm like, what, what's this about the Travis Scott burger? And they're like, oh yeah, no, Travis Scott's working with with McDonald's. And you can get the Travis Scott meal. It's apparently it's what he buys every time he goes to McDonald's. Yeah, it's his usual or yeah. regular. I think yeah. is what he described it as. It's just, it's like a medium fry, a medium sprite, and then you said it was a loaded, but I think it was just a bacon like cheeseburger. Oh well, so what I saw when I searched this, the the things that make this uniquely Travis Scott <laughs> is that you get barbecue sauce to dip your fries in. You do, yeah. Because typically they would just give you ketchup, right? Yeah. Or nothing. Uh, and then the burger is a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. But add bacon. As bacon and pickles, lettuce. onions, lettuce. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it already um, comes with pickles and lettuce. Uh, ketchup and, and mustard. Ketchup and mustard, there's yeah. No, there's not mayo. There's not mayo. There's not tomatoes. There's, not, there's no tomatoes. Right, yeah. So basically anything else you can get on a McDonald's burger. Yeah. Except tomatoes and mayonnaise yeah and no specials big mac sauce yeah uh, no yeah so it sounds i mean it sounds like a burger i would eat except i would add for sure i would add the tomatoes on it i would have added mayo and mayo yeah, yeah i mean so i when i imagine a burger i make at home i oh gosh i put everything on it in the <laughs> fridge um but no that, well, i laughed 
So when I looked at the, I, I, so I, I learned that you were going to go try this burger or this combo. Yeah. Then I looked up what the burger looked like and I laughed to myself. I said, there's no way Tucker will even eat this as is. Because his usual order is a burger with cheese, ketchup, and lettuce. I, I've I've been branching out. You'd be yeah. Surprised. So you your tastes have evolved then. Yes. Um, gosh, I remember like you uh, you were like that kid, and I'm afraid I'm raising two other babies now that just <laughs> like this that that only eats chicken nuggets and French fries. Yeah. Um, I, you know your but your burgers were always so boring. Cheese lettuce and ketchup oh, yeah, it took me a while to get even lettuce on there i remember yeah so you went and got this thing loaded or loaded no, like the, nothing nothing or loaded, put on it nothing loaded the off, loaded the travis off. scott way yeah. right yeah you just and, ask for the travis scott me it's a menu item yeah like, you didn't roll up and say uh cactus jack sent me no, no. that's the thing i saw on instagram <laughs> i i said i said <laughs> can i i said can i have the travis scott meal with extra epic sauce extra epic sauce extra, what's the what's the epic sauce the barbecue yeah, just the barbecue sauce <laughs> i would very i would hesitate to call <laughs> mcdonald's barbecue sauce epic <laughs> or anything no, that that was, they I, guess, like, I, epic. I bought it with i bought it like with my friends in the car and we were like filming each other oh my gosh i can't wait to see this video yeah. so anyways i want to get your thoughts uh in this podcast on the travis scott regular burger because clearly everyone knows what fries are like with yeah. barbecue sauce. Everyone knows what Sprite I, is like. I really, I really wanted to put that barbecue sauce on the burger, like really mm. badly. I bet you he does. <laughs> I bet you whenever he's done eating his fries, there's probably like a tiny bit left in that little uh, cup of <laughs> uh, barbecue sauce. I bet he dips his burger yeah. in it. Oh. Uh, you know he does. I, I remember um, my friend Gus in the back, he was doing that. God. I'd already finished my burger then, but he he t- he took off all the pickles and like stuff. Oh, so somebody did adulterate the burger. He did, yeah, mm. it's terrible. He did. That's. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, Travis Scott thumbs up, thumbs down. I, I have to give it a thumbs up. If it's only six dollars, it was pretty good. Only six. Only six dollars. That makes me laugh and cry simultaneously. When I was a kid your age. McDonald's had combos for two ninety nine. <laughs> I'm serious. They may have even been a dollar ninety nine. Like two ninety nine might have been an upgrade with large fries or something. But God, like I, you can't even go through a drive through now. Wendy's, McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, without spending fifteen dollars. It well, seems like I, w- I was looking at it because the way they put in the like Travis Scott meal was. They put in the actual order, and then they mm-hmm. added the Travis Scott like coupon or whatever. <laughs> so it, it, I saw that it would have cost like seven dollars fifty. Oh my god! So it is actually cheaper than if it's if a you, gimmick. Yeah, if it's you buy it the Travis Scott way, it's cheaper. But no, I dude, I am telling you, I when I was in high school, I went to, so when I went to high school, I had I think three dollars in my pocket every day for lunch. <laughs> Or high, well, our lunch is free now. Well, so let's get in the wayback machine here, and and this is what my uh, what one of my history teachers in school called it. He said, "Let's hop in the wayback machine." That's a, that's a website where you can look at old. So when you hop in the wayback machine with me, we're talking about the early 1990s. I was in high school mm. from 1989 to 1993, <laughs> and I was able to drive in high school in 1991. And 
our campus was open, meaning that at lunchtime or at any break, you could leave. You could leave the campus technically. I can't do that. Yeah, just so you're you're in a different age. Yeah. But however, it was against the rules for us to drive anywhere. Guess what? Everyone drove somewhere at lunch. <laughs> Everyone who had a driver's license in a motor vehicle drove somewhere at lunch. I heard that. Yeah. So, anyways, when I attended high school, I'm dead serious, Tucker. I had three dollars in my pocket. Me and maybe at least one other person, sometimes three or four other people would hop in a car. Some some days it was mine. Some days it was one of the other guys. And we would run down to this Arby's <laughs> down on third Avenue, Huntington. And this predates all of the, uh, Pullman square nonsense and everything down there. The, the, the landscape was totally different. Back I, then. I don't think there is a Arby's there anymore. But, no, there's not. I think that's where we're, where one of the faux restaurants is uh, or one of the noodle so places are. I can't remember. But anyways, for, so for $3 at Arby's, I could get the following. I could get a drink, a Coke, Mountain Dew, whatever I could get French fries. Mm-hmm. Like they're curly fries or like French fries. Uh, curly they're yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the arby's uh, curly fries yeah and i believe i could get something like three or four of their junior roast beef sandwiches like i'm telling you 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 could eat until you couldn't eat anymore on three dollars back then that's crazy because i always go <laughs> now, to arby's whenever i want to like eat good and spend money <laughs> three dollars now at the fast food joint will get you a thing of large fries yeah <laughs> <laughs> Although if you go to Wendy's, they have a four for four meal. No, oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, um, and they have the like one dollar upgrade, and it makes everything. But yeah, large. but you guys, you can't leave campus. I can't leave campus. You can't no. hop in your car. Well, I couldn't either. But the thing is, everyone did, <laughs> and there was no way to keep track of us because yeah. the building was located right in the center of a neighborhood yeah. in Huntington. Now, See, now yeah. you guys are on this hilltop on a out hill, in the there's sticks. security guard. There's a security guard and a gate and all this yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. So you could never pull that off. I remember, I remember one time it was last year when I was in driver's ed, we saw someone like get in their car and run and like, and all security's <laughs> like, go get them, go get them. <laughs> oh, I was caught one time in high school and I was sentenced to, um, uh, yeah, I was uh, suspended from school God. for for five days, and I remember, um, you know, my parents will kill me. I they, they probably know about this. They have to know about this. But at the time, I was staying How with you my. Hide that you're suspended. Well, but I no, but I was at the time staying with my grandparents. Oh, so I was staying with my mother's okay. father. Uh, God rest his soul. Oh, we loved him. But anyways, we we were staying, uh, all of us boys, me and my brothers, we were staying with um, old Dr. Cummings, and that's when this happened. I was caught driving at lunchtime at school. I was suspended, and my grandfather bailed me out, so to speak. He took me down to school the next day, and he yelled at the vice principal, and he says, you will allow my grandson to come back to school. And that vice principal said, yes, Dr. Cummings. We'll let him back to school. Yeah, I, I know. Our, I know our mistake. Know That's Dr. literally Cummings, what he was really <laughs> respected. I know that. Yeah, but uh, no, that. So I did get caught driving from school one day, and I'm sure that every person that did it got caught at least once. Um, but man, it was. Those are different times. Totally different times. Uh, now nobody's leaving campus. The, first of all, the campus up there is huge. It is, yeah, it's huge compared to where I went to school. And then, like I said, my my high school is like you you drop a high you drop a school building in the middle of Huntington, 
that's and that's it. where Huntington yeah. High was. Uh, so there was no controlling the access back then. Yeah. Can you even imagine that nowadays, though, I, with, I, with the crime and school shootings I, and I, all I, this I nonsense? And, I, I feel like we're lucky and drugs that we're and all on that. a hill. Yeah, so... But back then, none of that was a, a thing. A, none of that was happening. Yeah, I mean, I was in high school prior to Columbine. Yeah, um, which I think was like the landmark. That that was when everything shooting changed. Thing. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was a different world. Yeah. yeah, I didn't necessarily intend to talk about that stuff in this in this uh, episode, but it just went that way. Um, I know some schools, like not here, but like in America, they have like metal detectors. You have to like take your like book bags in. Oh heck yeah, like, heck yeah! I mean, uh, I, that's probably what you're looking at in inner city schools in any large urban area, like yeah. Chicago, New York City, Los Angeles, you know, Miami, stuff like that. I'm sure there's metal detectors at all those schools. Um, well, I remember. I think the first time I ever had to walk through a metal detector to get into any venue was when I lived in uh, Pittsburgh when I did my uh, residency training. Oh, yeah. You had to walk through a metal detector to get into a Steelers game. <laughs> <laughs> and there was actually like a pat down. Yeah, we, uh, we, process don't, we have to get to, um, don't we have to go through a metal detector to go through a Marshall game? I think there's metal detectors yeah. at the Marshall games yeah. now, too. But that's probably something that was just propagated through all of college and yeah. professional sports um i don't know i think a lot of that had to do actually with uh the 9-11 attacks that, yeah that too definitely because i think that was when a lot of metal detectors started yeah like, well i think started. when we were attacked in 9-11 there just became this fear everyone thought of where were all of our vulnerabilities yeah and the sporting venues rose yeah. to the top so we that was the day uh, that we cranked up the security at the at the sporting venues, I believe. Um, yeah, so we we've gotten kind of off topic. We've uh, gone down uh, the the road of thought here. The list, <laughs> yeah. What else you want to talk about, dude? Well, I want uh, I want to talk about that day at school, that one like Wednesday. Oh yeah, let's go back because here. okay, it's it was really interesting. So. I wake up at 6.10, well, 6 in the morning. I get out of bed at 10. I, like, you know, I just wake up, and then you stay in bed for a bit. And I school starts at 8.15, like first period yeah, So you're starts. waking up two hours before school. No, it works differently now. Oh. Now, the doors open at the school at 7.10, something like that. It might be, it starts at 7.15, and it, hmm. it's, it's, it's complicated. I don't remember, but um, I woke up at six ten. You took a shower, and they like get everything. Pictures mm-hmm. are taken first day of school. You know, no. Oh, do you have to wear like a a, a photo badge or something to get? No, into no, school? no. I just mean like because you know it's the first day of school. Mom always takes pictures. Oh, yeah, the, the, yeah. the social media yeah, pictures. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. But but and then, <laughs> but I I drive myself to school now. I, I know first two weeks there, there's no parking pass. I'm gonna have to go get a parking pass um, yeah. on Monday. Well, hell, who needs a parking pass if only half the students are exactly. going at a the time? They it's they just need to make money. That lot should be like a ghost town. It is. It is. It's only like <laughs> half. It, it it is literally only half open. Like half. Like half. They don't is need open. to make money for crying out loud. I, what about all of us parents paying taxes <laughs> into this system, and we're only getting 
the smallest return on our investment now. They're, yeah. Kids are only going to school half the time. Although, although parking passes are half price now. Oh, yay. <laughs> applause. <laughs> no, but um, I, I go to school like at... I. I, I go there at like 640. Mom's always like, oh, you don't need to go now. You can wait. It starts at 815. Like I, I want to be there as fast as possible. Yeah. So I can just get in there because I, they, because they got to tell me what's going on. Cause sure. That day I was told our schedule was go to first mod, second mod, then go to home room and then fourth, then no. And then third and then lunch and then rest of the day is fourth, fifth, seventh. Fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. You're talking a different language to me. I don't understand <laughs> this mod stuff. It's, it's periods. It. We just call well, them mods. Oh, okay, so uh, well, we had seven periods in the day when I was in high school. So is, that's what you guys yeah. have? Okay. But, oh, all right. I understand. Okay. I, I go to school. I wait in my car. Doors open. I walk in. First thing I hear, don't go to homeroom today. Like from one of the, from one of the teachers. That, like, so we're mm-hmm. not doing that schedule anymore. Like I thought I was doing that schedule for like the past two days. We're, we're doing yeah. the one before then. So things are changing like in real time. Yes. For you. Okay. Like I you're not told these things mm-hmm. like not online, not anywhere, but like I, but the way it works is I go pick up my breakfast and then I go to my first mod and then it's just an hour of nothing. <laughs> What would it normally be? Homeroom. Well, what, is, what, what's homeroom? Homeroom is every, every a bunch of people go to the homeroom, they sit down, home teacher talks to us, and we eat our breakfast. It's like 30 minutes. See, uh, even less than. It's like 25. Let's stop what you're talking I'm going to stop your day yeah. just for a second and explain. Here's my concept of homeroom. Homeroom came up, uh, homeroom was brand new. When I was in junior high school, which is what you would refer to as middle school yeah, yeah. now. <laughs> um, but when I was in the seventh grade, I, I believe that's when they introduced the concept of homeroom. And that's where we went. Like you said, first thing in the morning, you know, we ate our breakfast. We went to homeroom. Homeroom, they played some stupid video that included the news of the day, the weather forecast, uh and then i think they they like kind of took attendance as if if it, you were they, as they if they do do that the uh, the thinking i guess was if you were there in home room you were going to be in school for, gonna, the yeah, whole for the whole day, day. yeah <laughs> yeah and uh if you if you missed home room in my school like you're not there really yeah so it's did you have like the news and stuff in homeroom? I, when or? I when I did the like news broadcasting class, they showed my videos. Yeah, and we said the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, we always for say example, pledge of allegiance. Stuff like, yeah, yeah, that was the homeroom. Um, now, prior to that, that just happened when you got at school. They didn't necessarily call it homeroom. Yeah. Well, but I guess, I guess prior to seventh grade, though, you went to school. I don't know. So how this was structured for me, you went to school. So sixth grade, you went to school and it, you were in the same classroom all day long. Yeah. So I guess, you know, there wasn't a concept of homeroom. Yeah. So I should, I should walk back that statement. It, maybe, maybe homeroom wasn't new for it, me. It, in might, it might have grade. been new for you, but it might have like maybe. Like yeah, but it may world. have existed before then. Yeah. Okay. So never mind. But uh, yeah, so it sounds like our homerooms were similar. Yeah. Pledge of Allegiance, news for the day, taking attendance, blah, blah, blah. But that's, not, that's not a thing anymore. I mean, yeah. like, 
in school right now. That's not a thing. It's just complete. We go to first mod, first period, whatever. But and we we sit at our desk. They have those like um like dividers at our desks, and like they they real it really makes like no room on the desks anymore. It's like there's that whole divider takes up a lot of room. Then we have to put our laptop and we have to put our books. Oh my gosh, the clear uh like yeah um, yeah the acrylic divider, divider yeah. Huh? That's on well, it's not on every desk. It's on like every other desk, and we're only allowed to sit on every other desk. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but like, the one thing that stayed a constant in all of this was the Pledge of Allegiance. That is the one thing well, that that's good has carried over. That's admirable. Yes, but but um, we have to wear masks all the, all day. I got used to it after a while. I know some kids. Because I, I wore it incorrectly. I had their nose out, had their chin out. <laughs> it was just annoying. There's probably those people that say they can't breathe through it. They can't breathe. I'm suffocating. I'm smothering. <laughs> I, sometimes I forgot I even had it on. Yeah. Well, that's kind of how I am at work. I mean, I have to wear mine oh, all yeah. day at work. And, I mean, trust me, it's annoying. I didn't used to have to do that, but I do now. And... um I don't know. I, I never feel like I'm smothering or I can't breathe. Sometimes what I don't like about it is it fogs my glasses. Up. It, it does that for me too. And, um, and then sometimes I feel like I just get sweaty. I get hot, but, um, <laughs> it gets cold. In yeah. But then there's other times that. that I, there's other times I forget I'm wearing it. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I've heard, trust me, I've heard all the arguments against, against it, yeah. wearing masks. I can't breathe through it. My oxygen levels drop. I'm suffocating. Uh, you know, I'm it's all stupid. I'm recirculating air full of germs. Like, I, no, it's nonsense. I yeah, I've said this before in another podcast. I think I said this in the Chris Reese podcast <laughs> that clearly, if you have a barrier on your face, the transmission of airborne germs is reduced. Yeah, it's not an absolute thing it's not a hundred percent reduction but it's it's a reduction and yeah so there's there's and you're getting less germs coming in too exactly so the 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 mask wearing mandate is rational yeah and i would tell that to anyone who argues otherwise and trust me i've run into plenty of buttholes (laughs) that don't want to wear masks because they think it's an infringement upon their personal freedom. Um, and this is another topic, Tucker. I know we don't, this, I don't want to politicize your episode because you're, you're too little, you're too young for that. But, um, I would tell these people who, who, who think it's an infringement on their personal freedom. I would say, okay, well don't freaking go out anywhere then. Yeah. Without a mask. How about that as an infringement on your freedoms? Stay at home. You know, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Put a mask on and be free. Yeah. That's how I look at it. But I, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways. That's what I, uh, yeah, that's what I believe in. It's not political. So, so, it's just facts. It is. It's in. Well, and there's all these people out there that want to say there's no evidence that masks work. Um, I mean, I would say, well, guess what? There, we haven't had time to even cultivate any evidence. Well, we can we can look in like like the hospital scene. Everyone has to wear masks. And well, stuff when like we that. well when we go to surgery, everyone wears a mask. 
Mm-hmm. I'm talking about prior to COVID. In, in surgery, everyone wears a mask. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, why? Why does everyone wear a mask in surgery? Because it reduces the amount of surgical infections. Yes, absolutely. You know, these people having surgery have an open wound. Yeah. And this reduces the amount of people spitting and coughing and sneezing into these open wounds. Why do we have to wear gloves when doing surgery? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Why on earth would you wear gloves during surgery? That's an infringement on personal freedoms. No, it's not. It's very scientific. It reduces the transmission of infection. Yeah. So all these people who want to cite, there's a lot of people who want to cite Whatever science, and I'm going to say science and air quotes. <laughs> science. And say there's no evidence to support mask wearing. Or or I've heard that evidence shows that mask wearing causes you to touch your face more often. Are you touching your thus, face or the mask? Thus, you know, getting germs in your own face. Yeah. Mask wearing, uh, you know, if you don't use a disposable mask, if you're using a reusable mask, that mask gets dirty and it's going to encourage the spread of germs. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard all of it. Yeah. But the bottom line is you put something over your face, you're not spitting germs on people. You put something on, on your face, you're not receiving as many germs from another person. Yeah. End of story. I don't know. It's pretty, it, pretty it's black and white like for that. me. It's simple like that. And I'm sure that the students in school Most are, of them. are not protesting this, right? Most it's, of them. Well, are there people that are there people in school so far that go to the school? You have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask. Yeah. So there's no kid walking in there saying I'm not wearing a mask because it goes against my constitutional rights. There are none. But I hear you when you say that some people wear them incorrect. You know, uh, not covering their nose. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And to me, I think that's just an issue of ignorance. Yeah. Like they literally like when they talk, they like pull it away. I don't like that. Yeah. And stuff you, like that. You wear it or you don't wear it, but you don't have the option to not wear it. Yeah. <laughs> so you wear it. Yeah. Or you wear, you and you wear it properly. Should have done virtual. Yeah. No. Um, I see that all the time, too. And yeah. I just, I would just tell you that even though you see some students or instructors or whatever that maybe don't wear the mask properly, Tucker, if you're wearing yours properly, you're most likely going to be okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it's and, st- it still makes me anxious whenever I see sure I see people and they're all like, "Oh, sure, I'm not wearing it." Right. Have you ever seen the the meme or the analogy about um, urinating on one another? <laughs> no, no. Okay, so there's this meme out there, and and what it has it has two guys naked, and it has to be guys because guys pee. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, shooting forward. Oh yeah. Right? Uh, contrasted to women who would just pee straight down to the ground if they were standing. Most women. <laughs> um, so yeah, so the, this meme out there is two guys standing there naked, and there's just cartoon drawings. It's yeah. not like real yeah, people. I, I, yeah, I know. That. And they're peeing on each that. other. Okay, and so so this is what it's like not wearing masks. And then it's like them wearing clothes. So, so they're but no, yeah. So for the first frame of this is they're both naked and they're both peeing on each other, and of course they're getting saturated in pee. <laughs> Then the next frame is one person wearing pants, but the other person not wearing pants. (laughs) So the person wearing pants, there's no pee coming out of them. Yeah. Right? It's just soaking their own pants. Yeah. 
the other person who's naked is still peeing, is still on, the peeing on the other person. Okay, so the point there is, so the the person who's wearing pants isn't spreading, isn't peeing on the other person any longer. Yeah, but the person who's not wearing pants is still pissing all over the other person. Yeah. Then it goes to both guys wearing pants, and all they're doing is saturating oh, their own pants just with their pants. So, and I'm telling you, I think that is the meme that makes one thousand percent sense to me I, yeah right I, I have i have to agree with that not that anyone's gonna go out in there and just go out and just piss all over the place but realize that's what you're doing when you're speaking you are uh expelling yeah. um aerosolized particles yeah. whether you realize you may not even be able to see it i mean so some people talk so forcefully and have so many uh, secretions so much saliva in their mouth that when they talk there's spittle that comes yeah. out. There's visible droplets that come out. But yeah. everyone, when they speak, or even when they just breathe, there are aerosolized particles that exit their airways. Definitely. That's yeah. a fact of life. So put a mask on that. Most of it's going to be contained in the mask. Yeah. Most of it. Maybe not all of it, but most of it. And I'm just going to make the point that it reduces the transmission. Mm-hmm. Doesn't bring it to zero, but it's the best we can do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that is my That's that's your take on mask. Knock wearing. knock knock professional medical opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that that's that's the that's the whole mask thing at school. Yeah. Right. Mhm. Now and then but, but okay, so one thing you're probably wondering is um how, how did how do teachers do both? Cuz think about it. They're doing they're they're taking in both like real life students and also virtual students at the same time in person and virtual on the same on the same okay so this i did not realize i thought the virtual learning was like pre-recorded or whatever so it's live it is for some okay for some classes my math class specifically it was it was a microsoft teams meeting so so that's like zoom it's it's which has been popularized during the covid yes yeah Except, except that well, there's a whole agreement with um, our school where now we're using Microsoft stuff, and that really messes with my brain. For the past three years, we've been using Google stuff. <laughs> well, the Google, um, gosh, what is the what is the Google product? It's like it's called like it's like Google. I don't know Google Meet. It, it's or something, something. It's something like that. I can't remember. But no, that's I think that's only come forward recently in the last couple yeah. of months. I think it was a prototype of sorts. It was, it was, yeah. For a very long time, but I think I only got an email, I want to say a month or two ago or less, saying that I could participate in this as a Gmail user. Yeah. Like, it's literally just come to the forefront. Yeah. and Yeah, so anyway, so they're, they're doing some Zoom type of, so, some, so in some ev- live video chat. Yes, but in every single classroom... <laughs> stop laughing i'm gonna have some makers 46 but in every single classroom there's a television like a really big television just in the front of every class Uh uh-huh so what happens is the teachers they have their little macbooks and they have an apple tv connected to every single television so they'll just screen mirror onto that tv Mm -hmm. with the other people on the google on the microsoft teams I so we can see them. They can't see us. <laughs> but 
And then the teacher will like draw stuff on her, her on her iPad, or um, and, the, and that's broadcast. Yes, on that's the, broadcast the television, onto, whatever. It's the, broadcast the, onto the television, which is broadcast to the virtual kids. Well, that's um, <clears throat> that's actually a very interesting, a very intriguing employment of uh, of technology. I, it, I mean, it sounds like it works. Maybe it, it, I, it's different than what you've been doing. It would work if we had better internet. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, that's like I said. It's um, our school's internet is not able to handle every single teacher on a call at the exact same time. So there will be like all of a sudden it just all stops. Yeah, that's and, like, pitiful. We have to get everyone back, <clears throat> and then sometimes like the like she'll be drawing in her iPad and it, like lags behind, and it lags behind for us too. It's so like she'll draw an entire problem, and she's asking us, "Oh, all right, what's the answer to this?" And we and we don't say anything. And she's like, "Come on!" And then she looks up there, and there's nothing. Yeah. So that's that's terrible. That's pitiful. Yes. And uh, I think I alluded to this before. Like, so my experience at my home, yeah, is there's no bandwidth. There, like that, that would never work here. Um, but to think that a school facility doesn't have the bandwidth, like this, is something that they should have been working yeah. on. It's just for the last several months. They should be bringing cable up there, or yeah, cranking up the 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 the, the signal or whatever the hell they need to do. That that's they should have been perfecting. They that. definitely should have been doing that because they've had but plenty like, of time to do it. Yeah, but this whole time they've just it's always been the same internet since I've been. There. Mm-hmm. I remember there were problems sometimes, but it never got to the point where like it would ruin a class. But it has been now. And you're only four days into this, arguably three because arguably of the water main one. break. Or, well, one, yeah, because you had some in in person days. Yeah, and I um, did not yeah. really, I didn't really do anything those days because. Well, and so that's nothing new. Yeah, your your first couple of days of school during non COVID times was, uh, you know, just getting to know your teachers, yeah. getting oriented, whatever. It was like, but for um, every single just class, like your last few days of school. <laughs> Or just watching videos yeah. and movies and just goofing off, I, I, whatever. I installed I installed a bunch of games on my MacBook. Oh, jeez, Tucker. <laughs> I, it didn't. I mean, it didn't block it, so I'm assuming it's okay. Oh, so it's, it must be fine. It yeah. must be fine. I helped. I helped my friends do it too. Because <laughs> there's yeah. nothing else I can do. I'm mm-hmm. going to talk to my friends, and they're like, "Oh, what have you been doing?" I'm like, "Oh, I, I got games on my MacBook." And they're like, "Oh, cool. Can I do that?" And I just show them. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, I'll tell you what. Uh, this has been very insightful. Do you, you take a guess how long we've been uh, I, recording? I want to say over two hours. No, <laughs> fifty-eight minutes. Oh my god, not even. It um, feels like it's been hours. No, it feels to me like it's only been ten minutes. I think the time <laughs> has flown by. Um, what else can we talk about? Is there anything else you want to hit on? Well, I want to talk like more about this day. Well, okay, and then after math, I, I have blocked math. So it was two. It was basically two hours of just technical difficulties mm-hmm. and a little bit of math. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but it was and uh, and I actually um, the teacher she's really nice. She's like she's like a Muslim, but um she I helped her like with the um internet and stuff like that, like as good as I could. And I mm-hmm. she called me like the tech kid. Oh, <laughs> it was really nice. Yeah. So I'm glad. Well, tell me, what is it like? Uh, what is it like with your friends and acquaintances at school now? 
don't have any glasses with them. Can't see them. Really? No. Oh, gosh. Is that... Is it because of the the way the facility's set up, or is it because of the the separation of like the alphabetical last names or a combination of both? What? Well, it it's a little bit of both. Uh, so the way it works is, okay. So so there's Alex. He has a completely different class with me, but like I can't eat lunch with him and stuff like that because it's all like predetermined and stuff like that. So his last name is G. That's yes. not far from D. Yes. So you guys go. In person, learning the same day. Yes. Okay, but, but you I, I can't see him. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's it's sad. Yes, that stinks. But and then there's and then there's my friend Seth. He does virtual, so I don't see him. Oh yeah, so Seth is G. Yes, his last name is close I, to D. But they have elected to do. They are virtual, completely. all virtual. And then there's Eli Asa. He goes to the Votech. He's B. Yes, which is but close. He goes to, to D. the Votech. Wait, now explain that to me. He goes That's, the exact same two-day Wednesday off. But he doesn't have to do the same curriculum as you? He does not. I, th- I think he does do most of the same curriculum. It's just at the Votech. Hmm. That's interesting. What? Do, what he, is, he does stuff like, um, I think he does like metalworking. I was going to say, do you know what he's interested in? What? He, I think he does like, I think he wants to become a plumber. Something yeah. like that. Just some, some kind of trade. I, I know he, he's into that stuff. The trades are awesome right now. No, I'm serious. Uh, I, I I know, I know, dude. It's, you uh, so you don't know what it was like growing up when I did. When you did, um, when I was growing up, and I would argue the the generation immediately before me, um, everyone told us that we had to go to college and we had to pursue some degree. We <laughs> We had to become a professional, like, you know, we needed to better ourselves. So I, the, the, the thought of entering a trade never came across my radar. It just, no one in school ever talked about it. No one in my circles ever talked about it. Yeah. Everyone says you, you have to go to college. You have to, you have to do something better. So I never gave the first thought to becoming a plumber to, to doing anything or with like a trade electrician or, or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> now looking back, I mean, I, I don't know. People can't misunderstand me when I say this. So do I have a, a good job? Well, yes. I mean, I, I have a good job. I have an, an enviable job. Yeah. However, do I have the best lifestyle out there? Now, that's where I would argue with people. Yeah. Um, I work a lot, and I've got a lot of weight on my shoulders. I have to stay uh, at my workplace for 24 hours at a time some days. Yeah. I have to work on uh, weekends. I have to work on holidays sometimes. Yeah. I miss a lot of things as a result of that. Yeah, um, I know. So I know some of that comes from because like you you switched from um Kebble Huntington Hospital to yeah. So I work a little bit more now in this job, but in 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 my specialty, just overall, you know, yeah. regardless of what place I work in, uh, yeah, I, I anesthesiologists they work a lot. Well, I, we can't say that. So let me explain it this way. So the anesthesiologist is hospital based. Yeah. 
which means so, and so a hospital doesn't close for weekends or holidays. It doesn't. A hospital doesn't close after 3 p.m. or after 5 p.m. Always open. You know, and there's not enough anesthesia providers to break this all up into shifts. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you can make the same argument. Well, McDonald's is open <laughs> on the holidays. McDonald's but they can is have open. shifts at McDonald's. McDonald's is open 24 hours a day. But, yeah, they there's yeah. enough workers to work at McDonald's so they can bust that up into eight-hour shifts or 10-hour shifts or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so for yeah, so for me, there's not a lot of us to cover all this, which means that we're stuck working a lot of holidays, weekends, overnights. Um, and so that's where that's where this concept of lifestyle comes in. Yeah. Okay. Because because don't like uh, don't like trade they like choose where they want to work and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. So many of these trades, you know, electricians, plumbers, uh, heating and air technicians computer people, whatever. Um, I think in large part, they're going to work just Monday through Friday, nine to five. Yeah. You know, obviously there's a need for these personnel after hours. Yeah. And on the weekends, uh, we need them, but that doesn't mean that they, they have to be there. Yeah. Or that they are there. They can always say, Hey dude, I'll get to your uh, air conditioning unit on Monday. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's there, I don't think there's an air conditioning technician that's going to come to your house and fix your air conditioner on Saturday at midnight, anywhere on the planet. Oh, there might be. Same. Well, but here's the thing. If they do, if they do, Tucker, they do, they're going to charge you 10 times more than their normal rate. (laughs) No, I'm serious. Yeah, because they, cause they gonna, can choose their own rates. Exactly. Uh, same thing with an electrician. You know, you have a, you want someone to fix a light switch in your house. Uh, you think you're going to get them to come over on a Sunday? Or you think you're going to get them to come over on July 4th or Christmas Day, Thanksgiving? Uh, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> They'll come over the next weekday that they can get there. Um, and and I don't 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 think that I'm belittling any of this stuff. I mean, I have the utmost respect for people going into trades. Oh yeah. I do. And I, I do think too. if you, if you understand where I'm coming from, I'm actually envious yeah. of the people who have gone into trades Yeah, because trades now, now people are starting to bring up this. So STEM has come up the science, technology, <sighs> engineering, mathematics, right? Yeah. Or steam, I think is another one. So the A has been put in there for the arts. Um, but no, so this has all come up. Very recently, I think to to maybe point some kids in this direction of going into trades. Yeah. Now it's not specifically mentioned in the word in the acronym STEM or STEAM, but it's it's implied. I, it, is, it is a trade. Yes. It's implied that that's pointing people in the direction of a trade. Yeah. And so with this coming uh, up closer to the forefront. You know, it's piquing people's interest, and it's it's making people realize, like, hey, these are not disre- these are not unrespected jobs. Yeah, these are absolutely essential jobs. These are people who are highly trained. These are intelligent people, and they're doing great work. Yeah. Um. So I always tell people, like, in hindsight, like, would I have been a doctor again? Maybe not. 
because I flushed a lot of my life away by going to professional school and doing all the postgraduate training yeah. that I did. Uh, is it worth it to make all the money I made? I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I can't say yes or no. I mean, I live very comfortably. Um, but I sure as heck wish that I had more time at home. Oh, yeah. Big time, dude. Um, imagine if you went into a trade right out of high school. So this is like we're talking about we're, the reason we got on this line of thought was because of this discussion about Eli. Yeah. So imagine if you go, you know, you, you do the latter part of your high school education in the, the Votec Center or the Career Center, whatever yeah. they call it. And you come out and you're, you just go in, you're a plumber. Yeah. Cause you, you could definitely do you, that. You don't have to go to college. Yeah. You don't have to do any additional training. So you go to work at age 18. Yeah. You're probably uh, almost debt free to start out with. Yeah. You know, you haven't borrowed any money to go to college or you haven't borrowed any money to go to professional school. Yeah. You haven't, you don't have any time invested in it. Yeah. You know, you're just going to work. And you're going to work and you're going to earn a really good wage. Yeah. And you're going to go into a respected uh, trade. Mm -hmm. And you're going to do stuff that is tangible, that you you know that you're accomplishing things, that you're fixing things. Like, that's how I look at it. <clears throat> that Those are the take-home points for me, is that you go to work earlier in your life. You don't have to put certain things on hold. You don't accumulate debt yeah. the whole time that you're educating yourself. And you do something that is literally very meaningful. Um, so, yeah. So I, if people ask me all the time, like, would you do this again? Would you do this again in anesthesia? And I say, uh, would I do anesthesia again? The answer is probably no. And then to go further down that, would I do medicine again? The answer is probably no there because I had, I tell people all the time, I say, and, and this is what I think the average person doesn't realize. I didn't get to work as a physician until I was 30 years old. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That is crazy. And by the time I got to work as a physician, I was several hundred thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, this is okay to talk about. I don't mind to talk about it at all, but I hate that it went this direction when we're talking about your uh, COVID high school experience. Well, but so Eli, we you said has gone to the the Votech. Is the Votech and like that, that whole thing about like doing a trade and like going to college and all that? Personally, I think I think that I I don't think that a trade and going to the Votech and all that is for me. Yeah. Because so. Well, let me get this and let me um, roll this back a little bit. So I'm not discouraging every single student on this planet yeah. to to not go to college. I'm just saying that um, compared to my upbringing, every family said you have to go to college. Yeah. Like it was not an option to not go to college. I would say today, make it an option. Yeah. And and I would realize that college is for some people and college is not for other people. I get that. Yeah. Does that make sense? It is I mean, really there's expensive. there's clearly some people that don't need to go to college. Yeah. 
because they're not going to either they're not going to make it or they'll make it through but they won't actually get a job afterward yeah i think that's one of the biggest problems with college right now is that you can go and get a bachelor's degree in something and you may not be able to find work yeah so what happens to that person well they have to go they have to further themselves so then they have to seek a master's degree or some other professional degree so then they have more time and, and more money and more, more money invested in that more debt more debt yeah and in the end like so medicine's a bad example. So you, you go through medical yeah. school. You know you know what you're doing. You're gonna get a job. School. Yeah. You're gonna get paid well. That's one thing but, I'm kind but say of you go to of. say you go to college and you, you get this degree in just uh I I don't know, general studies or whatever. Yeah, like mathematics or something. Well gen, I think general I studies is still a thing. Like I don't know. Or or say you go and get an associate's degree. Well, you want to get out and be a financial planner or something. Well, you can't get into that. So yeah. then you you want you go back to college and get a degree in finance or accounting or whatever. Well, maybe that's not enough. Yeah. So then you have to go and seek a master's degree, and it's only after that some company's willing to hire you. But then they're just going to pay you minimum wage. Yeah, that's something I'm afraid because I want to do something with computers in college yes yeah and there there are a lot of jobs with computers because because like I've, I've explored like 3d printing coding all that like oh gosh computers and electronics i mean it's the future it's never going away first yeah. of all ever never ever 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 going away yeah it will never be obsolete because i built my own my computer co- that was a big thing my question is like how much um like what does a college degree get you in that versus going to trade school well you can you can do get computer science mm-hmm. that's a, that's a thing and then you can um do coding classes all that uh and those like if you learn um like a, say coding language you can do everything with that yeah but then of course the next one's going to come around you're going to have to learn that yeah because like I, um, flash is going away and all the people that learned how to do flat that's all gone yeah so yeah so i knew I knew some computer language programming when I was in college, but like that was that time was kind of the infancy yeah, of, of all like, these of languages. Like yeah. So I was, I was actually very, very familiar with basic and I don't know if you've ever heard of basic. I, I know I like Q, like Q basic. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Uh, I was pretty familiar with C and C plus and C plus plus. Oh, we're still using those. Uh, I was a little bit familiar with the whole Unix slash Linux. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you've told me that, yeah, with the whole Linux stuff. And a tiny bit familiar with Java. Yeah, Java is still bit being with used. Java. Yeah. But the thing is, like now, since I, I haven't done this stuff in decades, like I've, yeah. I wouldn't know where to start. There's stuff like, there's stuff like Python. Uh, now there's C sharp. I could is, probably like do programming in visual C plus plus. Yeah. Um, visual because, stuff is a, is a really big thing now. Yeah. I could probably work in that a little bit, but to do straight up C plus plus or, you know, straight up basic. 
Yeah, well, yeah I've forgotten no one uses QBasic anymore. Yeah, probably not. That's why it was called Basic. It was like one of the yeah one of the basic computer languages. Yeah. Uh, it was like it, I think that rose from uh, from DOS it, it, it from was, the disk yes. operating system developed yeah. by Microsoft. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no one uses Basic. Yeah, God. but no, it's um. That's the thing with computer because I, I I do a lot of um like hardware stuff because like I you know I built my own computer when yep. I was a freshman mm-hmm. and that's a really cool thing to like get into. Sadly, during that time, Bitcoin was a thing, so a lot of the parts were really expensive. <laughs> yeah, because these processors and stuff. Well, not the processor; used, it's the graphics card specifically. Well, but the graphics cards have processors on well, them. Yeah, yeah, correct. It's, it's graphics and that's what units, generates. Yeah. That's what you know, quote mines. Yeah. The, the Bitcoin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just whatever it's cause Bitcoin is weird. And I still can't even wrap my head around that. Um, I think it's here to stay, but I st- I don't, well, I, I don't grasp it. Personally. I believe Bitcoin as like <clears throat> a cryptocurrency is dead. Mm, really? As in like, it is going to be impossible to mine any of it, but mm. as a normal currency, I think it's here to stay. Because the way, because it's like an actual mineral, like gold, like the gold mines are going to run dry. The Bitcoin mines <laughs> have run dry. <clears throat> well, the Bitcoin, the, there so is the, a the, limited amount of Bitcoin in the world. Maybe I misunderstand this then. This is, this is like a crazy other topic of discussion, but <laughs> tell me if you know, if you know this to be true or not. I thought the mining of bitcoin was that you just uh, dedicated your computer's processor to solving the algorithms for bank transactions it's not it's not exactly that it's more like different different mining software does different things that might be something for a certain mining software but I know other mining software. You give your, um, your give your graphic your graphics processor to stuff like. Let, let's say like to just do simple like, just give your graphic to someone else, mm-hmm. like so they can do more, like stressful things on their end of the computer by outsourcing it to yours, mm-hmm. and that's how it. And once you do it enough, something like that, they give you. A Bitcoin or an amount of Bitcoin. Well, yeah, so I might be thinking of how <clears throat> Bitcoin arose in the first place. <clears throat> so Bitcoin is based on, I mean, this is my very rudimentary <laughs> understanding of it. Bitcoin is based on uh, some kind of algorithm that uh, moderates bank transactions. Well, all, it, it, all makes, the, all the, it makes it more secure. All the, like all the bank transactions are... Um, done by like the person who made bitcoin basically has nothing to do with bitcoin which is really interesting because there's there's like something like 40 million bitcoin in the world yeah so apparently the guy who invented or the person we don't even know if it's a guy it it is a guy we know who but the 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 person who invented this or came up with the concept put in a fixed amount yes. of his own money and that, right? that is that is so, a thing so for that like was every the, cryptocurrency so that was the basis for the bitcoin yeah to start with but then this 
what I understood the mining to be was that you would dedicate your computer to processing bank transactions. And I can compare this to, so what I did in the past, and this, this may sound laughable to some of the younger users now, but I would dedicate my computer processor back in the college days to the SETI project, the SETI project. Oh, That's what is that? SETI stands for the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. <laughs> okay. I, I, now, don't laugh, Tucker. No, but, no, no. I, what, I, I'm just trying to wrap my so head So how this, this thing worked was, so this was this concept called distributed computing. And if you donated your processor time, your computer would automatically download these recorded sound things uh, where they listened to outer space, you know, just for the, the noise coming from outer space. And your computer would process those looking for some kind of intelligent pattern. Yeah. Um, there's a, a, another similar project that I participated in. Um, I donated computer time to the, the folding project. Have you ever heard of What's that folding project? The folding project was, uh, a computer based algorithm that would create proteins and fold those proteins into certain oh, shapes. Oh, okay, okay. So they okay. would interact with uh, rec- with known receptors in the body, yeah, or with or interact with known drugs on the market and stuff. See, see if you could design a protein, yeah, that was useful. But but it would be your that, that's but how that's how but your computer dedicated yes, processor. You're giving time processor to time to someone else. Yeah, so that that's what I understood works, was yes. mining Bitcoin. But I thought I thought that mining Bitcoin was specific I to the banking industry. I don't think it is. No? I might okay. be wrong. Yeah. So uh, you may not have the. I may not absolute I, understanding I don't, of I it either. I don't know the entire picture of mining. I just know you get you dedicate your graphic your process your graphics processing to someone else. Yeah. And they can do because there 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 was a project a while ago. It was like the Minecraft at Home project where people would dedicate their graphics cards for other people to just be able to play Minecraft. That's crazy. Yeah. And they would get <laughs> they would get rewards. Yeah. And it was ju- it was just it's crazy like that. Yeah. But no, I thinking back to those days when I did that SETI uh at home project. It was called SETI at home with the at sign. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing. And, it's just um, at home. With uh, all these projects. You could so as it was processing these audio files, you could it showed you like uh, an oscilloscope thing, you know, like with a little wave. And you, if you sat there and watched, you could see if there was a pattern that developed in it. Yeah. And like, and I didn't watch it all the time, but like sometimes I was up late at night and be like, "Oh, let's see what the SETI program's doing." Mm-hmm. And you would look and you'd be, you'd see these little blips and it'd be like, "Oh my gosh, did I just process?" intelligent noise from outer space yeah but the answer was none because none of the stuff that i ever (laughs) submitted translated into anything intelligent um but it was cool to watch it it, it was yeah and it was really cool to do that folding at home project thinking that maybe you were going to develop the next protein or the next you know complex uh, receptor uh chemical receptor structure in one's body that would be relevant to the treatment that, of some that disease. Is, that's crazy to me. I didn't hear. I've never heard about that. But that that is that's comparable to like. Yeah. Did you get anything from the SETI project? No. 
No, I just, or any of those? Was, no, it was, it was just a donation of my uh, processor yeah, capacity. Because I know you get things. And I from... actually, well, well, so you got like, I mean, you got recognition. Oh, yeah, there's stuff like that. You know, like the more time you put in it, you ranked up, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. you didn't get like merchandise or anything or any cash. Um, but believe it or not, like you could, um, I actually set uh, my PlayStation 3, I think, to do the SETI at home project for like, for like a Linux. Did you like make it Linux? No, there was uh, an app was or an whatever app you could download. I think 3? it was for PlayStation three. Well, that makes sense. Cause yeah. or maybe PlayStation two. I can't remember. I think, I think it might've been the PlayStation. 3. It's one of the more recent yeah. generations of PlayStation, but yeah, you could then you could download that and you just left your PlayStation on 24 yeah. seven and it processed these files. And when it was done processing, it sent them back to the SETI project and, mm-hmm downloaded a new one is it's fascinating in concept that that is and that's very comparable to like and the thing is so the 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 thought behind that is that there's so much data that the seti project collects yeah from listening to outer space that there's no way the seti project could have enough computers to process all of it yeah in any reasonable length of time so they said hey would the community donate computer processing processing time and the overwhelming response was yes we will process this for you. And so I think that is what began the whole concept of distributed computing. Okay. So the, that Minecraft at home thing I told you, um, there, there was, there was a similar thing where there's a picture in Minecraft where it's a picture of a world in Minecraft and the worlds are completely randomly generated in Minecraft, of course, but people are trying to wonder where does this come from? Can we find mm. this world so people gave up their processing mm, power mm-hmm. to basically just make worlds and try to find <laughs> this one part in these like basically infinite worlds that this like barely like this yeah. one screenshot is from uh-huh. and it's and they found it really they found it so these imaginary worlds on Minecraft they tried to find them in real life yes. is that what you're telling me yeah and they found comparable places in real life yeah oh that's interesting and like it's just crazy what they can do with just all this computer power mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i i've never mined bitcoin per se but i dipped my toes in ethereum and it's it's a whole nother thing it's just another cryptocurrency it's basically like bitcoin except the mines aren't dry <laughs> <laughs> and I remember um, I would just dedicate, I got like a dollar a day from it mm-hmm. just by leaving on my computer. And then I, I buy a few like video games with that money. And it's just oh, cool. easy money, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was just really simple and I liked it. Yeah. Well, dude, I feel like um, I want to draw this to a conclusion. All right. It's late. It is it's almost midnight. We've talked <laughs> about a bunch of stuff. Um, Tucker, I'm really glad that I had you over tonight. I haven't seen you in weeks. It's uh, it's unfortunate, but my schedule uh, hasn't been the greatest yeah. for having you and your sister over. I'm I'm really glad I could come on the um, podcast because I remember like I'm really busy. Uh, I'm glad that you were willing to do this. <laughs> I, I love this kind of stuff, and I think this. This was a very, very good interview. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you're going to allow me to upload this. Well, I 
Well, I want you to give me the thumbs up. I'll give you a thumbs up. I haven't yeah. said anything bad, so it's fine. Uh, we, actually, I won't even have to put the explicit language uh, disclaimer on this one. <laughs> We've used no swear words. Um, but no, um, Tucker Denning, the great and powerful Tucker Denning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming on, Tucker. You're welcome.